Xi Jinping's endgame is to rule, not dominate, but to rule the world. And in the interim, he's using a number of Maoist tactics because he admires Mao. One of those tactics is to create chaos. Mao Zedong said chaos would eventually bring about worldwide Chinese rule. How specifically does the Hamas attack help Xi achieve his endgame? Well, certainly it creates chaos uh, and the brutality, the rape, all the, the atrocities. Really what this does is it destroys the whole notion of civilization and also global norms. If Xi Jinping can take down global norms, then he levels the playing field because the United States stands behind that international system, which, by the way, Todd, has been in place since 1648. And Xi Jinping is hoping to bring about uh, greater Chinese influence in the intermediate term and eventually Chinese rule. Is the Biden administration being naive hosting Chinese officials while China, let's call it what it is, they're arming Iran right now and Iran is then arming Hamas? Yes, and Chinese weapons are now starting to show up in the hands of Iranian militants such as the Houthis, such as Hamas. Not to mention they're sending warships into the uh, Middle East region. That would be Xi Jinping creating chaos. Uh, they love this whole thing. They love, they want, they want America to just kind of spend themselves, and we are, but militarily they want us to deplete what we have stocked. Well, yeah, Biden's already done a lot of that. Well, yeah, I mean, he's shooting off all those fireworks at night, you know. <laughs> He doesn't on, need their help. Come on, Joe, I'll get some more ice cream. Let's shoot off another cruise missile. <laughs> Ugh, I don't know. Anyways, it is it is Wednesday. It is. Yes. What day is it, Mark? <laughs> Janet, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! Hump day! Get happy. We're going to make it happy either way with all the crazy news out there. Really excited about this morning's Mind Jam Trivia. I put on 20 pounds just since Monday. <laughs> it's been Let's a start lot of with our thought of the driven day. Driven by food. Yeah. Sounds like uh, my life. Here's our thought of the day for this Wednesday. For mm. every minute you're angry, you lose 60 seconds of happiness. Hmm. Wait a minute. A minute, 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It is. Wow. Yeah, so that, don't do it. That adds up. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. like a good plan, though. Mm-hmm. I try not to be angry. As a role. 434-248-0704. That's our text number. Play along with our Mind Jam trivia. Get tested during traffic situations. That whole anger thing. I'm just saying. What are you drinking? I'm just, I've already had You don't seem very focused, Obi-Wan. I'm I'm focused as I get. (laughs) The average American eats 20 pounds of this food every year. The sixth highest food per capita. Hmm. Average hmm. Americans eats twenty eats eats twenty pounds of this food every year. Sixth highest yeah. food per capita. Wow. What are we talking about? Twenty pounds is a lot. That is a lot. I will tell you this: it's not it's not sugar, and it's not bologna because that was yesterday. Right. We had a lot of food ones. That's what I just said. Where well, you been? Yesterday was National Bologna Day, though. I know, but I mean, it's national. Like Mark needs to back off the the fork week or something well especially with today's but anyway okay (laughs) all right we'll have uh, we'll have the answer coming up in the meantime on this day in history in 1962 
American author John Steinbeck is awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature. I thank the Swedish Academy for finding my work worthy of this highest honor. It is customary for the recipient of this award to offer personal or scholarly comment on the nature and the direction of literature. At this particular time, however, I think it would be well to consider the high duties and the responsibilities of the makers of literature. And he goes on to, you know, encourage, admonish, whatever, exhort mm. those in his field. Mm-hmm. It's a good speech. Yep. I agree. Not so good of a recording, but I tried to clean it up. <laughs> you can only use so much Windex on an audio before it starts sounding like President Biden. Okay. Then it's unintelligible. Got it. Uh, on this day in 1978, Halloween, oh boy. directed by John Carpenter, making a star out of Jamie Lee Curtis oh, yes. in her film debut, it is, uh, it's released. Yes. What's the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was. Didn't she appear in like a Halloween movie like in the last couple of years or something? Yeah, I watched it. Did you? Was it any good? It was pretty good. You imagine how the technology's changed? The first one frustrated me. Really? I was like, this is so stupid. What are you doing, Jamie Lee? Get off the sofa. (laughs) Look around. Situational awareness. Right. That wasn't as important in 78. And it's gotten a lot more gory. Goodness gracious. It's gotten Um, more gory. I'm just saying. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. That one wasn't. Okay. that, that I recall. Uh, in 1981, I, I don't know how I missed this one, although I was I was very young. That's probably how yeah. I missed it. Uh, George Steinbrenner mm-hmm. gets into a scuffle with two fans in a hotel elevator. Now, granted, granted, we didn't have phone cameras back then. Okay, so this thing wasn't necessarily caught on tape. But this was George Steinbrenner in a different situation. So you kind of get the vibe. That he doesn't mess around. Dr. Budig will react tomorrow, certainly. He'll study it carefully, and then I think he'll see what I saw, and hopefully he will react. Now, he may react by saying he wants Peter and Angelos and I to go three rounds and settle it. Then I'm ready. I'm working out three days a week. (laughs) Where's Costanza? (laughs) That was the guy from ESPN at the end. Right. Because Costanza obviously was... Was working for Brenner. Yeah, yeah. Right. In the show, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, we got birthdays today. We do. If it's your birthday, you share it with a lot of folks. Yeah. Adam Goldberg, turning 53. You wonder, who is this guy? Oh, you'd recognize him. You'd recognize this guy, and he is doing his gig right now with the Equalizer on CBS. You want to take on the Saudis? The guys with all the weapons, all the money, and the diplomatic immunity. Those are the guys you want to piss off. Do you know what Mira risked to come to me? She needs someone by her side. Uh, I mean, something's definitely up. Ollie cleaned out his bank account a few days ago. His phone's been inactive just as long. But, I mean, nothing about this guy spells trouble. Nothing to indicate why he would suddenly go missing or why the Saudis would be so worked up over it. He's the guy that's in the cave all the time doing all the techie stuff. Mm-hmm. He does a great job of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, every time I hear diplomatic immunity, all I can think of is Lethal Weapon 2. Diplomatic immunity. Oh, Do you where remember? they <laughs> don't have to pay for any of their tickets. 
or know where they they can like kill people and get away with oh, it. Oh yeah, but you and know, and then Mel Gibson goes. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't take it any. Great, crap. I loved it. We need a whole police. Force. I need some more of that. Yeah, that's these right. days. Mm-hmm. Uh, actor Craig Robertson's having a birthday today. He's turning fifty three as well, and he's so much fun. He is the warehouse manager. Well, he was, and then he got a you know a raise and a. Promotion. Now he's playing the piano in Target. I know. Or Walmart. we just have a lot of stuff down there that could be stolen. That's ironic. What? That you are afraid. Why? Because I'm from the hood. <laughs> Dink and flicker. <laughs> Dink and flicker. <laughs> I taught Mike some uh, some phrases to help with his interracial conversations. Okay. Oh, Bring it home now, and don't forget the new black man phrase I taught you. Pippity poppy, give me the zabbity. Yes, sir. Remember that. Yeah, I taught Mike some new phrases. I want him to get the raise. Just can't help myself. <laughs> exactly. Bippity boppity. Bippity boppity. There you go. Ding and flicker. All right. Uh, singer Katy Perry having a birthday today. She's turning 39. Quick on the. Oh, well, there, I, buddy. I, I didn't think she was going to roar so quick. <laughs> Thought we had a little music up lead there. Okay, I showed you that picture of her the other day. Yeah, I didn't Very know. Very unflattering outfit she was wearing. Was it the angle or was it the dress or I was it, it both? Was, I don't know, but you know, okay, I gotta ask this question. This is gonna be weird. Okay. okay. Not that you ever have to experience weird working with me. With you, that's right. But I swear it looked like somebody took an air hose and blew up her hips. Yeah. It's like they curved out a half a foot. I think it was that dress. It just made it, it accentuated that. I think it accentuated the wrong place. It just looked weird. It looked really odd. You think she was trying to get her Kardashian on? I Probably. Like, if I make this bigger, my waist is going to look really small. Small, You think that's what was going on? Probably. Didn't work. Right. That was a big old fail. Yeah. Let's get rid of that dress. Big being the operative word. Yeah. You (laughs) scrubbed that one from the internet. Uh, Singer John Anderson is having a birthday. Not my country singer man uh but from yes 79 yes i like these guys very much sing it with me they had some songs that just went on but they were fun i mean they're like seven minutes long Right. You know, right. And they jam. Yeah. It was just a lot of fun music. I didn't have, my generation didn't have patience for a lot of that. I understand. You had to go 335, just like the Billy yeah. Joel song If you're going to have a hit, you got to make it fit. Yeah. So you cut it down to 305. Oh, 305. Sorry. Yeah. That's even less. It is. It Gosh, is. Just a half a minute less. Unless, of course, it's like Chicago. And then we were a little more patient. Right. But yeah. not a lot. Okay. All right. Um, singer Taffy Nivert. Nivert. Never. Yeah. A Starland vocal band no, is. I, I, here. I took them you... off the list. <gasps> Why? Because they're a one hit wonder. They are not. Afternoon Delight. Well, okay. they are not. They also co wrote Take Me Home Country Roads. Come on, man. Okay. Didn't... I mean, that's that's arguably. All right. Skyrockets and Flight. We'll get more back to than, it. More than like, yes. Okay. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. Yes, head. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, but they hits. but they wrote "Take Me Home, Country Roads." What do you think gets played more? Well, I'm gonna take it home a little bit later. Okay, All right, whatever. Uh, Move on. Guitarist Matthias Jabs. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. So let's make sure we get that one in of the Scorpions. He's 67. Here I am. Yeah. 
This one will get you out of bed. Yeah, well. Afternoon delight will keep you in bed for obvious reasons. <laughs> yes. Although I'm like, what does that mean, Mom? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Never mind, dear. I Turn the radio off. For, thanks, Liz. Yeah. I was thinking of you. Uh, actor Tracy <laughs> Nelson is having a birthday today. Father Dowling Mysteries turning 60 years old. This is Ricky's daughter. Ricky Nelson's daughter. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me, sister. Could we ask you a few questions? Is that on? The police just informed us that you reported a murder here, but now the body is missing. Is that correct? I think they're working on that part. Are you Father Dowling? Yes, I am, but we have nothing to say about this matter. Thanks just the same. Do you think there's any religious significance to the disappearance of this dead man? Father? What? <laughs> that was actually a pretty good series. Yeah, I kind of forgotten about yeah. it. It's, it was kind of like because I watch Father Brown now. But uh, yes. oh, okay, well, Father Dow- Dowling, Dowling was before. Uh, yeah, it was kind of like that version. Madlock with a Catholic twist. Yeah, sort of, kind of. I like it. Four three four two four eight zero seven zero four is our text number, and we're asking you to text in an answer to mm. our Mind Jam trivia. The average American eats twenty pounds of this food every year. That's a lot. The sixth highest. Per, per food per capita can't get that out don't hurt yourself dude. i know so in america the sixth highest food per capita wow we eat 20 pounds of it what is it what are they guessing um uh, potato chips what uh, 20 pounds of potato well, chips well that could happen around here with <gasps> frito lay in the backyard you know what i had what? yesterday what i had a i had a little debbie what kind Christmas tree. Oh, good for you. They came. They're in the stores now. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Normally, I frown upon this right? because we haven't even had Halloween yet. But that's when I can get behind. All right. Were they the big ones? You know, because they will come out. No, with they're that, not the jumbo. No, uh, I had to be. The, no, I couldn't be that edition, naughty. You know. Thanks to Bidenomics, I won't can't be but so bad because there's only five in the box now. Well, that'd be considered there a used whole to be cake eight. Now. Oh, gosh. They. Yeah. Same price. They, no, they rose they the price to, yeah. and then cut the and number down. And then they cut the number down. And then there were six. Now there's just five. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Box is still the same size, well, though. Well, you know what? If I had a million dollars, I'd buy you some. Yeah. Oh, I don't need that many. I I was, I allowed myself one. And then between now and Christmas, I'll have the other four. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm being good. 620. That was going to lead into my next birthday as we head into break. Okay. Guitarist Ed Robertson of Bare Naked Ladies. Oh. Turning 53. You up there and, and hang it like open the fridge and stuff and there are always any foods laid out for us with little pre-wrapped sausages and things mm. they have pre-wrapped sausages but they don't have pre-wrapped bacon well can you blame them oh uh, yeah if i had a million dollars if i had a million dollars Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? Then you found the right choice. We are the Morning Jam. The Morning Jam. Excuse me, sister, could we ask you a few questions? If you've just discovered the Morning Jam recently, we have so much catching up to do. One way to do that is by going to our SoundCloud page. There is literally over 1,000 hours of content there. Get to know Mark and Janet a little better by typing in The Morning Jam on VTRN on the SoundCloud page. And listen live Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on this Virginia Talk Radio Network station. As Janet Rose solves all the mysteries, especially why I missed one of our birthdays, I had to nix it. Because you didn't uh, have to. Taffy. Nix it. I mean, with a name like Taffy, you thought I would have kept it in there. <laughs> you know, that is an interesting name. I, well, 
was, I did think it was interesting that they um, wrote Take Me Home Country Roads with, with okay. John Denver. I mean, that is a classic. All right, I'm going to take you. Know it, what I'm saying? I'm going to take you back a little. Here you go. Take me home. Yep, that's a classic. Mm-hmm. People We're, in West Virginia love it. I know. I used to think it said Lynchburg, Virginia. You ever meet a mountain mama? Oh, I've met plenty. Have you? Okay. Some might call me a mountain mama. I gotcha. There you go. Hey, you gotta you gotta wish Taffy a happy birthday. I, I mean, dang. Seventy nine. It was a huge How many hit. how many more will there be? I, I mean, know. you know, once <laughs> you get true. up to pushing eighty. You gotta celebrate those birthdays while you can. You do, you do. Okay. Uh, our uh, our mind jam trivia, yeah, was about a, a food that the average American eats twenty I, pounds of. Can I say that the average Italian probably eats forty? Does that help? <laughs> well, I was gonna say the the biggest problem with this is trying to decide which one you're gonna eat. Oh, so many like variations. A million different yes. kinds. Now, I can tell you, the ones that my aunt Joe used to make. Mm-hmm. And they were the, they were the ones that are about this long and about that big around when you could kind of blow them up, and they had limes ridges in them all the way around. So like the the ziti, it was not ziti. It wasn't or... ziti. It was the one that was a little more flat. Penne, maybe. Okay. Well, but they were like this wide and that long. Oh, an interesting yeah type of. Well, I mean, pasta. there's so many different. Yeah. you know, you got your manicotti, and you got yeah. your. I mean, it's just crazy. And there was how something many about you could make pasta macaroni. I mean, there was something mm-hmm. special about macaroni because you could do it with cheese. You could do it with just butter. I did that as well. A kid. And I will tell you, if you're a mountain mama, you would do just the macaroni with tomatoes. Oh or like macaroni yeah, and I've tomato seen that. Sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a thing mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, we consume in the U.S. 5.95 billion pounds of pasta per year. Wow, it's World Pasta Day. World Pasta Day. There you go. I have. I probably have five different kinds of pasta in my house right now. Really? Okay. Yeah, from orzo to like a little squiggly mm-hmm. different things, lasagna, all kinds of stuff. If my brother Jim's listening, maybe he'll tell me what kind of noodle I'm talking about. I used to love it. I think it's. I don't think it's as popular as it used to be. But you remember when they used to sell the fresh fettuccine in the refrigerator section? It used to be really popular, mm-hmm. and then it kind of fell by the wayside. Well, um, you know, Ad, it doesn't hold up to a lot of Adkins. Stupid ruined. Adkins. Adkins ruined a lot of that stuff. Let for me a tell lot you, I, it's you, unfortunate. You know, I've been on a, a journey to mm-hmm. for, for better health, and right. and and I'm getting really close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're to doing like great. My my goal weight and everything. Uh, and my daughter is a nutritionist, and one of the things that she has to break, one of the the myths that she has to break, and it took her a while to get it um, through my thick skull, is that you have to have carbohydrates. Right. Your body has to have them for energy. Sure. If it doesn't get it for energy, your body is not going to run. Mm. Now, you need to be careful where you get it sure. from, sure. But but you got to have it, you know? So I think I found not, it. Not evil. Oh, I don't. Pancheri? Pancheri. Oh. I think that's it right there. Well, it looks See delicious. Right there? It's, it's, it's wide and so it's So she long. would do like skillets well, of it? No, like no. Like ragu is, on it or? or it uh, would just be just with the, spaghetti and meatballs. And, okay. And, and instead of putting the spaghetti pasta, they, she they would do that. that. Meat okay. sauce, not necessarily meatballs. But so my that's, the, that's my other question. Gosh, did, I hope somebody wrote some do, of her stuff down. Did she do just 
meatballs or did she do meat sauce? Best I can remember with Aunt Jo, it was, it was, cause it, it could have went either way. I can't. Aunt Jo's been gone for so long. I will tell you this. If you ever seen the cross in my car that hangs on my mirror, yeah. my Aunt Jo made that for me in 1979. Oh, wow. Every vehicle I've ever had. That cross so you don't know if they me. wrote her recipes down? I sure hope so. My, Joe my, didn't have a blue book like I have? My cousin Angie would know. She was, um, or my cousin Diane. Well, who, I'm going to need a meatball recipe. You one, need to send that sucker right on over <laughs> here. My Aunt Joe was quite a cook. She was quite a cook. My, uh, my mother lived with an Italian family, and she could throw down on some Italian food. But now when she made meatballs, she never had meat in the sauce. She always just had the had sauce, to the and, side. Then, and then you'd have your meatballs. Right. There, or she would have meat sauce, not both. Now, here's something weird. My grandma, 100% Italian, yeah. all the way through and through. Yeah. Chicken would okay. be with your, and sometimes instead of, because the expense of meat. Sure. She'd put chicken in there instead of uh, meatballs. And which, it was delicious, And it was I'm sure. very good, the way it cooked down and stuff. Right. Just, it's about the only time I could eat thighs and, and legs. Right. That way, because I was, a, it was you so, know, I love chicken breast. Right. Yeah, so. All right, we got a lot of headlines to I'm get hungry. through with you. We've got <laughs> WDBJ7 is on the way. Uh, we got some local headlines that are uh, pretty disturbing. Yeah. Um, we're going to share with you a story about that uh, former Bedford volunteer coach. He's been sentenced to 40 years in prison mm. for child sex crimes. We'll talk wow. about that wow. coming up. Hey, at least he's he's getting his what he deserves. His due, right. Well, yeah. part of what he deserves. Right. It is uh, 6.31 here on this Wednesday. Forty-four degrees at Lynchburg, forty-five in Bedford, forty-three in Roanoke, forty-three in Danville, forty-six in Salem, forty-five in Amherst, and forty-five in Appomattox. I am all tangled up in my head. I tell you, I would have never made it back in the day where I was starting to toy with radio, where you had to rip the stories off the APY. Yeah, you did. Oh my gosh, I would hear it running all the time during the weekend. Teletype. I mean, you heard that noise sound effect? That was really going on in a room back. Then you had the little strips on the side. You had to deal with those. It looked like a ticker tape parade (laughs) by the time your shift was over. I remember. And it was in the other room for a reason. The darn thing was so loud. It was very loud. Yeah. And then, you know, the thing's been running for an hour and a half without any paper in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. A little bit of a problem. So I just uh, ripped some some paper off the, the printer just now lynchburg school leaders uh have voted to uh on the the fate of two elementary schools and their futures in the division during tuesday night's school board meeting the board voted uh seven to zero to close sandusky elementary school and to close uh or convert tc miller elementary school in 2025 the board's vote comes just a little over a month after they voted to adopt Scenario 3, which did close Sandusky and or converted T.C. Miller. Mm. During the October 10th meeting, the LCS deputy superintendent presented the next steps to Scenario 3 and said the board would need to be prepared on October 24th to vote on career and technical education expansion, pre-K expansion, and when the two schools should be closed and or converted. <laughs> Uh, There are apparently four options presented to the board. Close Sandusky and convert slash close T.C. Miller in the fall of 2024. Close Sandusky in the fall of 2024. Close convert T.C. Miller in the fall of 25. 
Close convert T.C. Miller in the fall of 2024. Close Sandusky in the fall of 2025. Close convert T.C. Miller and close Sandusky in the fall of 2025. That's a lot of choices. Man alive. Yeah. How about and, this? And I, Sandusky people are not happy. Oh, I know. They're, I think they're the most vocal. They are, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, during the Tuesday night meeting, the board voted unanimously to expand CTE curriculum instead of creating a new CTE center. While discussing pre-K expansion, the board tabled their discussion and their vote until they received more information about pre-K students in the Hill City. But that decision leaves T.C. Miller students and families wondering what will happen since the board is considering converting that school Mm -hmm. into a pre-K option. Many parents from both schools said that they're frustrated and they still believe the board does not have a plan for this. Okay, quick question. Yeah. Because I know you've may not have been engaged with Christian schools, but you've certainly been aware of Christian private schools my, for years. My, my children attended. They, okay. Yeah. Well, then you know they run on thin margins. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it might, the tuition may be, and I'm, I'm just throwing a number out because I remember when we had Philip at LCA years ago. So I'm just going to throw it out there and say, you know, fifteen to 100 to 2000 a year or whatever uh, yeah. it was, was tuition. Than, yeah. Well, I'm talking about it right. in the 80s, early yeah. 90s. And so back then, I, you were probably, state was probably paying fifteen to 20000 per student, not putting out maybe as equal a product. I'm just going to use that terminology. So what, what would happen if, <clears throat> if the state decided to do an experiment? Teachers union would, would lose their absolute oh, mind. Yeah. But say, we're going to let that school stay open and we're going to give you 25% of what you used to get, make it work. Right. I bet you, you want to keep it open. I bet you they would make it work they, somehow. They probably through could private make it funds work. and well, other things. And then you start a magnet well, school. But because magnet schools thrive, but people, the unions don't like but the magnet schools. Not if they're going to bring that whole mess in there. The the whole distractions that are with our public. No, no, that, that no. You let them yeah. run it like a private institution. It does, it's not. You've got state funds. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, it, I, it would well, never I, happen. It, it would not in Lynchburg. It but, wouldn't. Well, because the, like I said, the unions would just have a, an absolute fit. Right. right. But. I mean, I, I it, you know, it's interesting. The thing about it is we know in Lynchburg, we, we have more buildings than we need for the amount of students we have. It's just, right. it's just a hard, cold fact. Mm-hmm. And somebody's going to have to close. Right. And so somebody is not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and it's unfortunate. Right. But that's just the way the old rubber ball bounces, I guess. If I you decide you want to do from. that and you want to look at the facility, I have a couple of friends. We'll walk through the building and tell you where we need to fix places. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I'm done. Okay. All right. Rockridge uh, County Sheriff's Office is in search of a man that is reported missing. As of yesterday's deputies responded to a call asking uh, about a welfare check. For an owner of a house on the 1100 block in Rockbridge Road in Glasgow, the owner was identified as Adam Stanley, 43, described as a white man, blue eyes, brown hair, 5'11 tall, about 180 pounds. Deputies say they discovered an unusual set of circumstances at the place. Anyone with information regarding Stanley's whereabouts are asked to call the uh, chief deputy, uh, Tony McFadden, at 540-463. 7328 in hopes of uh, of finding Mr. Stanley. So let's talk about this situation in uh in Bedford. Um a former volunteer coach right with Bedford Parks and Rec mm-hmm. is going to spend the next 40 years in jail 
I mean, I they're not saying in this article if and when he would be eligible for right parole. Okay. I it doesn't say that right. he doesn't have the possibility of parole. Um, for numerous child <clears throat> sex crimes. Right. He's 31 years old. His name is Andrew Donahue. He pled guilty on seven counts of forcible sodomy. Wow. And another count that I'm not going to read on there. Yeah, sure. Um, disgusting. The charges stem from an incident in August of 2022. Okay. When the Criminal Investigations Division of the Bedford Police Department investigated the report of a sexual assault. After the investigation, Donahue of Bedford was charged with two counts of indecent liberties with a child and two counts of forcible sodomy. However, in November, Bedford County Commonwealth Attorney Wes Nance um, indicted Donahue on an added uh, sodomy felony charges and the other charge. He was sentenced to 60 years, suspended after 40. Okay. According to Nance, the sentencing guidelines suggested a punishment range between 20 and 40. And Nance said the judge gave Donahue the top of those guidelines. Good for that judge. Yeah. Says the, this sentence takes Mr. Donahue through the vast majority of the remainder of his life behind bars where he should be mm-hmm. without the children having to testify, which I think is a good I think, thing. Yeah, I do too. I mean, they don't need to be victimized again. Sure. Um, he also says the sentencing should send a clear message. When someone commits these types of crimes, I'm not sure anyone believes they should ever see the light of day. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse for this behavior. Behavior such as this will be met with ingress- aggressive investigation, prosecution, lengthy jail and prison sentences here in Bedford County, especially in Bedford. That's where Blue Ridge Thunder is. I, I know. Come of on. all places. Right. Right. Now I get it. Upon serving his active sentence, he could be released on 20 years of good behavior. Okay. Uh, The first would be supervised through probation and parole. There are four special conditions of this probation. Of course, registering with the uh, sex offender, no contact with the victims or their families, no uh, unsupervised contact with minors, has to enroll in substance abuse treatment. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you know, I watch a lot of true crime. Right. And I watched one just this week where a very similar situation. Mm -hmm. The guy was not out of jail even six weeks before he was victimizing. And the only difference was he made sure he didn't leave any witnesses afterwards. He was was smart. Right. I I say smart. You know what I mean. Well, he was going to cover his tracks. He was going to make sure that, yeah. Right. Um, so, which means he probably, if you don't think people like this escalate, they do escalate, mm-hmm. and there are lots of examples of it, right? So, I, I hope he doesn't get out because that's just horrific. Yeah, you got to know who your kids' coaches are, folks. You yeah. got to know. Well, and and it seems to me that you know, an appropriate background check would, would fit in here somewhere. Right? Well, I'm maybe how old would he be? Would have been in his uh, 20s. Then, I mean, if he had never gotten busted, he may not have had anything right. to show up. And did he have children in the program or or did he not? I mean, there's so many questions right. still. But the one thing you have to do, especially when your kids are in in sports of any kind, mm-hmm. is you got to have those conversations with them because they, right. they get really attached to their Absolutely. coaches and they trust their coaches. Yep. And you just got to make sure that, that kids know if yep. you're ever uncomfortable, mm-hmm. there's ever anything going on. You immediately, you know, right. don't be a 
afraid or ashamed. Yeah, it's of, okay you know, to talk about it. My and gosh. raise and raise a fuss. Right. Raise some serious cane, mm-hmm. and we'll be there for you. Yeah. Um. So I, I just I just hope we will learn from this horrible situation. I know we got to go to break. Uh, yeah. We do need to mention though that coming up in the next hour, we're going to be talking about. Um, a very special event that's coming up at Old City Cemetery. Yeah, we were that's, just there. I know it's going to be so well. You just did the um, candlelight tours, yeah. The candlelight tour, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, this is going to be something that I'm going to be uh, hosting on Sunday, the hauntingly sweet afternoon tea uh, and fundraiser. Geez, for Rose, Isaiah you get around. House. I do. You're doing the trivia night at the. Loose shoe and yeah, on Thursday. Good night. I know. When do you sleep? I I don't. <laughs> if you're waiting on me, you're backing up, buddy. That's all I'm saying. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The morning jam, six to nine a.m. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. My favorite lullaby song gets me going. Actually, I'm so glad that I didn't turn on the Liberty game because they won eight and zero. They are eight and zero. Don't they have not lost. Early. It's too early. They to have be not that lost nonsense. a game. I forgot about the game. Otherwise, I wouldn't have went to sleep. How did you forget about I the game? I woke up this morning. How is that possible? It's, Kevin, like, does, doesn't he have like a countdown calendar that he shares I with know, you? I know, but here's what, I, I'll tell you what happened. It's I got, 6.50. We haven't heard from Kevin. I he got probably busy. had a long night. I got busy last yeah. evening doing stuff, right? Right. And then I remembered at seven o'clock, I hadn't finished the show opener. Mm-hmm. So I had to log into, uh, yeah, remotely and work on that. And I was like, very okay. stimulated in my brain. Right. I was trying to shut it down, listening to my, you know, my relaxation meditation app, and I totally forgot the game. Okay. Woke up to a score of forty-two to twenty-seven. Liberty won. They are eight and zero. They beat Kentucky. Well, apparently they only play well when they're away. Well, I mean they're they're playing okay when they're I'm they're winning, by, but but they're not they're sloppy. At all home. I know is they're my, sloppy at home. My uh, my play by play analysis guy Kevin, Kevin right. says they are very sloppy with right. the home games. Yeah, and but they play winning. better away. They're winning. But they're winning. Okay. But they're winning. I mean I don't like it when they're sloppy either. Yeah, and I'm sure Coach doesn't. Well, he really but, doesn't like but it. But coaches, I mean, there must have been a nice plane trip back yesterday. Okay. Uh, so congratulations to the Liberty Flames, now 8-0, and and they have got to eke into the top 25 soon. Because apparently, their offense is like some of the stuff, like the quarterback mm-hmm. running. I know you're falling asleep. But it's like second or third in the nation of all college football. Okay. Anyway, I just want them to get their props, their proper props. I'm done. Oh, sorry. Wake okay. up. All wake right, up. here I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, by the way, Dr. Bob coming in. Or uh, we're going to call him at 8 o'clock, talk right. about how the world is ending. Well, I'm okay. Great. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I heard from Marnie. Marnie wasn't going to be joining us uh, at 7.06, I think. You think? I got a text from her mm-hmm. saying that, you know, she hopes they'll get here on time because Paul's driving like a granny. So, Come on, Paul. Yeah. Drop a, a gear and let's go. That's right. 
step on it, ma'am. That's what she said. Wow. Oh, poor ball. That's what, that's what his wife said. I didn't say wow. it. Wow. I did send him a picture of a granny on a motorcycle, though. So okay. he did, did do that. You're being very safe. That's good. <laughs> uh, but we're talking about the uh, the hauntingly sweet tea. It's a fundraiser nice, yeah. at Old City Cemetery that is uh, taking place on Sunday. And it's to raise funds for Isaiah House. She's going to let us give away a couple of tickets. Oh, nice. That's okay, a, good. Those are valuable tickets, too. So uh, stay stay tuned, folks. We're going to give those away in a little bit. Uh, well, Halloween is a very popular time for a yes. lot of folks because they love, you know, uh, the like the lantern tours and things right, like right. that that you talked of. And carving the pumpkins. We learned about that. Ghost and goblins. Uh, right. And Apparently, the uh, party's over in New Jersey at a school district there. Uh, they have officially canceled, school-wide canceled, Halloween. Why? Why? Well, because they're citing their diversity, equity, and inclusion values. Oh, why? There's not a certain well, kind of demon I, I, represented or something? I don't know. Uh, apparently, the, uh, the festival could be offensive. So of course. Everything can be offensive. Right. Just listen to the show. Superintendent of the South Orange Maplewood School District sent a letter to families explaining why Halloween celebrations in the district have to be held after school hours. Okay. They, they you know, you can't, you can't force the fun on the but children. But I'll be darned if they don't tell you what gender you are. You can stick around for that one. Yeah, you can. Since our aim is to build a consistent approach across the district as to how our schools observe and celebrate holidays and special events, each year questions arise from family, students, and staff about what schools are going to be doing regarding Halloween. This is just a preface for Christmas, y'all. Because mm-hmm. you think there's going to be, if there's not any Halloween celebrations, if you're if your kid can't put on some cat ears and enjoy a cupcake, mm-hmm. do you think for a second they're going to let them celebrate Christmas? I don't think so. I tell you this: If you get a chance, it's so sad. Go listen to Glenn Beck's podcast yesterday. He interviewed a black equity person at a community college. Who she's black. She was accused of being too white when she started having meetings with her people that would be affected by what she would be mm-hmm. presenting. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they they have made it extremely uncomfortable for her. Called her. A KKK person. Oh, my Lord. And, it's so and, ridiculous. And they called her too white because she was articulate. And she's very, like, down the road. Let's let's talk about it. Let's open these conversations up. And some of her first conversations were, you got brought in here. You don't deserve this position. And it wow. went downhill from there. And I'm it's sure. Just interesting. Well, I, I just think it's, we never sell it at our house with, with my kids. Mm-hmm. We never did the big Halloween thing. I mean, right. We didn't do like the super spooky stuff. Right. I mean, we, you know, I had pumpkins and scarecrows and things like that. So, but they went trick or treating. Right, right. You know, so you can be involved in Halloween and not sacrifice a cat. Right. I mean, right. come exactly. on. Exactly. People. Exactly. Um, mm. So uh, the district's website stated principals were surveyed on whether. Uh, the celebration should continue or be replaced with a festival that's focused on autumn. Overwhelmingly, response favored canceling Halloween celebrations in school. So I suspect what this is uh, isn't because of the Christians who are offended right. by the Halloween. Right. Well, that wouldn't matter. But probably other mm-hmm. religions that right. are offended by the Halloween. I- I'm guessing right. that's what that is. So here we go. You can get ready for more of that. Here's something else you can get ready for. Wow. 
Dana White's lost his mind. <clears throat> Dana White with UFC. You okay. know what I'm talking about, right? No. Dana White? Dana White. Come on. Uh, the you, UFC. You, are we talking about fighting? Yes. I'm I'm not just right, I don't well, follow that. I guess stuff. I'm I guess I'm more up on that than I am football. But Well, I know I'm aware of <laughs> UFC. I mean I here's what's the one guy who's like the the Irish guy? Yes. Well, you should see I, her facial yeah. expression just change people. I lo- well, yes. he's a bad boy, though. He's very much a bad boy. Yeah. Uh, so UFC CEO Dana White okay. said in a statement Tuesday mm-hmm. that Bud Light's going to be the official beer. Of now, UFC. For years, it's been Modelo. Modelo, right. Modelo, Modelo. And it fits. It fits. Yeah. It's a great fit. Yeah. I don't know how much Dana's getting paid, but it must be a lot, and I hope it's worth it. The uh, yeah, MMA let's, let's organization. Let's latch on to the beer that hasn't sold anything. Right. They have to give it away almost. They struck a multi-year deal with the beer giant. <laughs> with Bud Light brand having a heavy presence in the UFC's content and its broadcast and online starting in 2024. Have you seen the Bud Light commercials for, you know, everybody's getting ready for the football game? and Yeah. yeah Which everybody's it, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, America. The... Uh, uh, well, I bet you, you know, that's a big coup for Bud Light. Oh, it, it is a get, big coup for them and, and to get I, him to agree to that. I'd like to know what the monies are like. Says uh, many reasons why I choose, uh, why I chose to go with Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light. Mostly it's because I like money. No, he didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> mostly I feel like we're very aligned when it comes to our core values. Wow. Oh, brother. I didn't know that. And what UFC stands for. Okay. All right. Looking forward to all the incredible things we will do in the years ahead. I'm going with it. Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light have always been on the cutting edge of iconic sporting moments that fans remember. I remember. And reuniting with UFC is a continuation of this industry-leading legacy, said Brendan Whitworth. Right. All right. I'm going to be very interested to see how that goes over. Yeah, well, me too. Appearing on the Sean Hannity show, White said his decision to partner with Anheuser-Busch was the furthest thing about money. (laughs) (laughs) These guys employ 65,000 Americans. They sold over $700 million. Uh, They spend over $700 million a year with U.S. farmers. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, you are spinning it. You are like a juggler, Dana White. You go. How about the new 2023 Edsel? (laughs) Is now the car of the NFL. The Edsel, that's right, the one with the funny grill on the front. That's an interesting, interesting choice, Dana White. We'll see how that goes. Dylan Melvaney or whatever his name was. I will tell you, my my husband will never drink. Doing his classic bikini shoot with the Edsel. And Dana oh, White, I, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you on that. I have people literally, oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah, they think people have short memories. It's not that short. Nope. Interesting choice. All right. Top of the hour, CBS News. Top and... of the hour to you now <laughs> on this Wednesday. Is that your Colin McGregor? Hallelujah. That was terrible. He's an evangelist now. Yes, I love Jesus. <laughs> he only has two voices. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network.